G'day and welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio, your one-stop shop for uh, all freaking things gaming. Bit of Aussie flair as well in there for good measure. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a Tuesday night. We're recording a day late, um, and we'll reveal all as to why that's the case <laughs> very shortly, as per our weekly poll. <laughs> but my name's Captain Perth. You can call me Capo. And alongside me, as always, every bloody week, we've got Grizzly Gaming eighty six and Pav Loverface. Fellas, how are we? We'll start with Pav. You, Whoa. how you doing? Doing What's good, new? man. Doing good. Nothing. Nothing too new. Just uh, another another day. Had a had a big weekend. Another big weekend but um yeah you gotta chill good. out on that dude you know, <laughs> yeah, you're a freaking too busy Pav. you're busy man just getting, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> getting fingers in all those pies mate i'm trying goals. Uh, dude Remove. gotta hustle <laughs> yeah yeah you do have to hustle yeah. it's important hustling I, is very important i say that but <laughs> it's, it's just i'm literally just hanging out with friends and having a good old time <laughs> Pav, i did see uh on some socials that you watched some legal legends in a in a bar yeah. somewhere look uh for the record not good at MOBAs, don't really understand anything, played maybe mm-hmm. half a tutorial of League in my lifetime. But the League Championships was unreal. It was yeah, such, a, it was such an, like, a fun day. It was like, extreme. I think what helped was that the actual match itself was so close and it was a real underdog story. Uh, like from the first game, they got absolutely slammed. Uh, T1, I think, was their team. They were absolutely oh, yeah. demolished the other team. I, was it DRX? I hope it was DRX. DRX, uh, okay. <laughs> I think that's the the team that won. Never uh, heard of them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm, so again, no good. Um, actually, Strops they, is saying in chat because oh, I, I do remember. T one. Yeah, right. Oh, DRX. It was yeah. DRX. Yeah. You're correct. It was DRX. Oh, look um, at me. So but, Faker's Faker is like one of the biggest esports players of all time. Like super hyper popular. Um, and I believe he plays for T one. Can you remember that guy? Yes. So yeah, he was for he was with T one. But then there was another guy um, on uh, DRX that uh, has been to the got to the finals six years in a row, but never quite got oh, to the top. Oh, like puppy. So, yeah, so, kind of. Well, yeah. Dota's got their own um, that guy. So <laughs> he, he, he managed to, and he's just about at the end of his career. So there's not too many chances left. Oh, so, and he actually uh, got it. That's such a got, fucking he, pog. Hey. He got it. He got yeah, it. There was yeah, actually dude. a story um, from Dota this year. Uh, a guy called Matumba Man who has basically retired this year, and this was kind of like his last chance at a TI win, mm-hmm. and just didn't get it. And um, it was actually quite kind of sad, like seeing guys like that try for so so yeah, long, yeah, not yeah. not get mm-hmm. anything. Strops in chat is reminding that it was Def, the the guy from uh, DRX that uh, been to finals a few times. Yeah, it was such like you can see everyone in the in the bar was like just cheering. It was such a good time. Dude, it would have been awesome. um, electric, dude. I, I, I would have loved 100%. to have gone and seen. Um, well, the TI in similar in a similar, similar oh, yeah. vein, you know, mm-hmm. at a pub or something. Um, obviously, couldn't make it. Well, yeah, absolutely. It was, the, the potential was available, but um, you know, <laughs> baby duties, etc. So esports in general, though, boys, how hype is it? I just love it. Such a good, it's sick. good scene. It's so it good. Sick. Yeah, I hope I'm it becomes just, more mainstream. I'm just too, entering man. the world of esports, and I'm, I'm fucking loving it. It's so good. Yeah. Very yeah. good. So good. Anything else, Pavel? Was that basically the, the weekend? Um, 
that was about it. Oh, uh, Saturday, I got to spend some time with our good friends at Nerds of the West, played some board games with them. Shout out to Nerds of the West. Uh, the video will be up on on their YouTube pretty soon. It was a tutorial on a game called Unfathomable. And, uh, Ooh, it's uh, a board game. Have board game. Yeah, yeah, they're a board oh. game channel and they play a whole Very lot cool. of board games. Definitely. So how do you learn that then, mate? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I got a crash course. I got a crash five minute <laughs> course. Yeah, but if it's unfathomable, out. how do you fucking learn it? Dude, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> you just fucking <laughs> the seat of your pants. <laughs> yeah, unfathomable was a correct name because I was lost <laughs> from start to end. <laughs> Love it. Oh well, I'm glad you have a good. You had a, a good weekend, mate. Uh, good yeah, times, I, good I meant times. to tune into the um the nerds of the West uh, thing, but I think I was having a nap at that time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did I? So. I fucking totally forgot as well. You got to get I those think... naps when you can, Cap. <laughs> oh, yeah. big time. Absolutely. Get them in there. Uh, but Grizzly, what about you, mate? How was your weekend? Well, first, it's been. A long time since I've had a good chat on the old podcast, and I want to thank Nick Tackley oh, yeah. dearly for You've been filling gone in for, for fucking me ages. While I was <laughs> gone, um, he did an absolutely yeah. stellar job. So uh, yeah. thank you very yeah, much. Nick, Nick rocked it, dude. Big absolutely time. rocked it, mate. Just slotted slotted in like perfectly. So yeah, and so uh, he also said that my shoes were too big to fill. I'm only a size nine, Nick. Okay, I actually don't have big feet. Small Baby feet, feet, kind of small feet. Um, but Cap, <laughs> I, I went to um Singapore for the Dota 2 International Finals. Oh, yeah, um, I'm aware and very as jealous, you know, yeah, with a couple of mates. And just as my highlights, uh, probably my top top takeaway things of the trip was I had Sambal Stingray, which was fucking amazing. Like, was it oh good? Was it? I've heard mixed, mixed stories it about Stingray, so good. Ask any of the boys, ask Pandy uh, and Baz and those fellas, uh, the dad bods, uh, about Sambal Stingray because it was just was delectable. And then, uh, yeah. the Tiger Beers was a highlight too. Cap, many a Tiger Beer was was drunk. Um, yep. the brewery we went, went dry, this... yes, we were no, definitely not. No, lots of beers consumed. We went to this place <laughs> called uh, Gardens by the Bay. Oh, that's yes, very cool. It's like I don't, I don't know what you call them. Um, they they're not terrariums, but essentially they're like a controlled a biodome, similar yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like a big, massive glass dome, like huge, like h- hundreds of meters up in the air. These, these glass domes and lots of amazing plant life and other bits and pieces, and you kind of walk through this almost like a like a spiraling metal platform that goes around right up the top and they have heaps of different plants and yeah quite spectacular and it kind of overlooks like Singapore city as well so that was a definite highlight but the Dota 2 um was just amazing so great to be there in the crowd and yeah nuts it was um, the atmosphere was a bit, bit of a shame though yeah the, the grand boring. final was a shame but dude the the games leading up to the grand final like the Electric. liquid the liquid and to see thunder awaken and stuff like some of those games the quality of Dota was just like Nuts. It's getting to a stage now where, like, you know, these teams are all getting, um, like, therapists and what do you call them? Like, um, sports uh, psychologists. Yes, sports psychologists and stuff to help them coach them through these situations. And you can just tell they're just so on point with everything and very yeah. skilled. So, but yeah, dude, you're we doing Mexican waves in the crowd and, like, it was oh, just yeah. like a complete vibe in there, yeah. man. I think, I think oh, it was about great. 11 or 12,000 people and it was just, yeah, it was, it was oh, really dude, good. Oh, dude, that would have been so good. And, like, obviously a bit of a cultural melting pot because it would have been people from all over the world coming to see this stuff yeah. as well. So. Yeah, yeah. On the first day, actually, funny story, I don't know if I've told you this, Kevin, on the first day we were sitting behind these fucking Aussie blokes that were just wankers. Loose? Like, yeah, oh, just really? not, 
Yeah, like you know how you get Aussies abroad and they're just like a little bit arrogant and everything else. Oh and god, it wasn't yeah, a good make time. A bad name anyway, for us, aren't they? Yeah, make a bad name. So we made sure that we weren't sitting next to them on the second day. We went around the other side and we uh, got got sitting next to it. It was either was it Koreans maybe or 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 something, but they all barracked for um, Team Aster who got knocked out. But yeah, they yeah. were they were excellent. They were they were also going for um, uh, fund, uh, Tundra to win. So they were kind yeah. of. Uh, Pe- yeah, well, they would have loved that. Then. <laughs> it was great, mate. It was great. It was really, good, really good experience, mate. We'll wicked. Uh, I, I don't know whether we'll have an SEA TI anytime soon, Cap, but would be, would have been great to have you there, mate, with the yeah. fellas. Yeah, timing it. just wasn't quite right for me, unfortunately. But mm. yeah, I don't know. If there's something nearby and we're going to do it again, I, I will hopefully not have the same issue. <laughs> yeah, another baby on the cards, mate. You got to yeah. bang him out quick, eh? Oh, mate, I tell you this much. Right now, I'm I. Not absolutely not having another baby. <laughs> <laughs> not fucking happening. <laughs> One and done. Well, let's talk yeah. about that, Cap. What have you been doing, mate? How is the dad duties going? Are you? Surviving? It's been awesome, honestly. I, it, honestly, it's been great. It's been uh, really cool having a little, little, uh, little friend floating around the house. I mean, you know, the the sleep and crying is pretty full on, but um, you can, well, I mean, I'm kind of just used to it now. But it's just just kind of trying to chase this illusion of um, trying to find a sleep schedule for a, a small infant that has no mm. um, potential to have a circadian rhythm or anything like that. So, <laughs> and you don't even know when they will have one. You know, Because they need to like different. eat every couple of hours, you know, because they're yeah. so small. It just goes through them. Yeah. So I guess that like it well, kind of like I mean, bounds your time a dude, bit, doesn't it? Our, our child is f- fucking huge. He's, he's in the 90th <laughs> percentile for weight. So... We yeah, kind of nice. don't need to feed him that much, um, so mm. we, we're kind of lucky in that sense. But um, yeah, we're kind of trying to I- extend his feeds a little bit and trying to see if we can. He's actually been sleep because he was he wasn't sleeping particularly amazingly, um, and at first we were just kind of used to it. When we're talking to other parents, they're like, "Oh, fucking hell, that sounds horrible." <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that's just all we know, baby. <laughs> yeah. Like he was sleeping for about an hour and a half to two hours max at a time. Mm. Um, mm. And you can imagine that um, is pretty brutal over um, a period. But he's he's starting to have a few like three plus hour sleeps, which has been amazing. So I'll tell you what, Cap, hats off yeah. to you and Mia though, because you really are doing the old fifty fifty thing. You know, you've told me that you do the uh, the up till two a.m. shift, and, and then Mia yeah. does does a does a slot as well. So that's yeah. That's and then we switch around. I, I, honestly, work, I don't baby. know how people do it in yeah like at all otherwise like it's just Could otherwise you imagine being, just be a, being a solo parent from birth that would oh be dude so I, I was talking to me about this um you know a friend of ours is a single parent and i just we just said like i don't know how you'd fucking do it like it, you know especially like if your baby was only sleeping you know an hour and a half to two hours at a time like and you're catching little blocks of sleep that you know you're cleaning bottles you're you're freaking doing the housework all this other stuff by the time you actually manage to get to sleep the baby's probably ready to get up again you know it's yeah. just mental so mm-hmm. um yeah so but yeah, it's been good. Been really good. So um, Theo's Theo's tracking really well, and um, he, Cap, yeah, gaming. You and gaming. I have been playing a little bit of the world of been WoW. Performing Craft. some gaming. I have Haven't indeed we? been performing some gaming. It's been good fun. Um, right. Yeah. The I I kind of said it last time, um, and and the time before that, I think. But yeah, WoW has just been so easy to slot into my life at the moment, and. Mm. You know, there's, there's huge XP buffs, so I've been leveling alts and, um, yeah, just, yeah. just trying out 78% XP buff or something yeah. right now. It, which Ridiculous. is like, I think <laughs> someone on Reddit was saying it's the, high, it's the highest, like, 
XP buff of all time or something? Or like they're just trying to get people back in before Dragonflight? Is that their Oh, for sure. But I think also at the same time, like it's kind of, it has definitely fallen like on, um, it's like the moons have kind of aligned, like in fucking- The Dark Moon um, Fair timing stuff. The Disney Hercules movie where, you know, the the fucking moons align and then all of a sudden you've got fucking shit going down. So yeah, I don't know. I think, I think we're kind of in a, you know, it's kind of lucky that it aligned like this, but also, yeah, I think they're definitely pushing it hard because, yeah, you know, <laughs> why not? I'll try and get people on board and level a bunch. Well, it's been good for me because, I mean, I've I've now got like four or five characters that are like level 50, and then next week, I believe, um, Blizzard are adding the next stage to the patching that happens before the next expansion. And once that happens, they're opening it up mm. so you don't have to level... Um, in the most recent expansion, um, for the for fifty to sixty, um, you're kidding me. Oh, okay. I'm not I kidding you. That. that is 100% correct. Information <laughs> from so, my mouth. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so you're waiting to get to fifty, and then you're going to level from fifty to yeah. So I'm basically leveling all my alts to fifty now that I can, and then yeah. once then okay. once that patch happens, then I am going to level them from 50 to 60 using um, other, like not using the most recent expansion because I'm just, I'm over it. I can't be fucked doing it anymore. I've done it too many times. Um, I'd rather just level dungeons or something else. So. Smart. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I exciting, what, dude. The dungeons have been fun with a couple of blokes just smashing some dungeons. Oh, yeah. It has been quite good. Absolutely. Um, the other game yeah. that I played on the plane, um, Cap, a lot was Stardew Valley. Pick that back up. Ah, very trip. nice. And, and, and so did uh, Panty and Pete as well. So we're all talking about our farms and I was kind of just, I don't know, you know what, do you have a lack of tooth, that streamer? I'm just watching yes. a lot of him. And you pick up these little like min maxi things to do efficiency things just like efficiency things to (laughs) make things like happen yeah like you want to get your uh silo before you build your chicken coop and you don't want to cut any grass on your farm so you can you can cut the grass on your farm goes into the silo to get that and you want to fill your silos up before winter so you don't have to go buy feed and just all this like little metagame yeah. things you know yeah yeah min maxing uh yeah uh, yeah like almost speed run-esque shit right like yeah <laughs> that's so cool though um uh i i haven't really been playing anything other than wow though um pretty much just been wow for me i did download really? scorn with the intent to play scorn last week and me and nick spoke about it but i just i haven't i haven't played it um what i am getting excited about though grizz is it is god of war ragnarok week and it comes out oh my tomorrow God, does it come out tomorrow oh comes out tomorrow holy yep. how are we going to fit so, this into our wow schedule cap i only have like two hours a night at the moment to play <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that's basically me <laughs> have to get it in yeah. there somehow yeah so yeah, in all honesty, mate, I don't know how we're going to fit it in. <laughs> Maybe Pav can play it. We can watch yeah. him. No, Pav not playing no, it. No way. Not into it. No. I have weekend. no free time until next podcast episode. Very good. Very good. <laughs> this gaming awesome. podcast is doing really well with playing new and new and updated <laughs> games. <laughs> uh, look, well, we will play these games. Cap is just yeah, going to take absolutely. us a bit of time, look, mate. I, I am I mean I'm off work at the moment. Obviously I'm caring for a baby, but I do have kind of time in my day just to load up things. So I will be um giving Ragnarok a crack before next episode next Monday. So expect a bit of a cap review. I'll obviously keep the spoilers to an absolute minimum. Um I know that we had a massive issue with some I think pe- the the street release broke somewhere and then people were getting copies and then um 
sharing basically the plot line online. Oh, um, it would, you know, basically big, bigger, bigger. Okay. Uh, I've avoided issue. all that. So, that hey, yeah, that. Blue Street calling it the Caps Recap. Very cool. I like that. That's hey. cool. Like that. Yeah, also, we'll like, be doing uh, a Caps Recap about uh, God of War Ragnarok. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be fucking good. So, I'm pretty excited. I'm going to go pick my copy up tomorrow. I might uh, wheel um, Theo down. Oh, uh, so you've got it, pick it up. pre-ordered. You're ready to go. You're actually yeah, organized. Yeah, I've got it pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's so good, Cap. Go and collect my copy. Um, I've been burnt a couple of times with just places not having enough copies, so I've just mm. preserve it, you know. I'm very unorganized, um, mate. I did, the only game I pre-ordered was Elden Ring, I believe. That the was Elden it. Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Elden Ring in the chat. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. hopefully we have some Elden Ring DLC soon, Grizz. That's one thing that uh, we spoke about. Um, a little while ago. Did you see um, that I added on. that to the quickfire cap? I, I, Did we? I added an Elden Ring story to the quickfire today. Oh, yeah. Okay. Excellent. Well, we can definitely have a chat about that. That's for freaking sure. Because I've been meaning <laughs> to talk to you about that, but obviously last week we couldn't because you weren't here. Uh, and, no, I was not here. Uh, I, don't know, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if Nick played Elden Ring, but anyway. Look, enough about that. Enough about this banter. Let's jump into the episode. As always, thank you guys so much for being here every bloody week. We appreciate it. Uh, if you would like to support this podcast, you can do so in two ways. One, the most important one, would be sharing the fact that this podcast exists. Um, share it on whatever t- social media you use or just tell a mate about it. That'd be fucking awesome. Thank you. Um, leave us a review um, on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, it's actually the Australian Podcasting Awards. Is that what it was, Grizz? Australian Yeah, there's an Australian Awards. Podcasting Awards. I have not. Apparently, Loz saw an, my wife saw an ad on Instagram, so she huh? nominated us for the Listener well, Award Podcast yeah. of the Year. Well, so. if, you, if you can be bothered um, going to AustralianPodcastAwards.com uh, and voting for us, uh, that would be awesome. Um, no, no pressure. Uh, but yeah, I expect first place. Um, anyway, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, other than that, uh, if uh, if you so wish, you can also support us financially. Uh, all do- uh, proceeds will be going to Pav's uh, poverty PC fund. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, as always, to our current uh, Patreon members. Uh, if you would like to become one, you can go to Patreon.com/slash OGR Show. I think that's what it is. Otherwise, just look up Oceanic Gaming on. Uh, uh, Patreon. Uh, anyways, uh, thanks again, as always, guys. Sukai, Moosey, Caging Runt, Sergeant Paul, Lee G, D, and J Libs. You guys. Absolute legends. Frack and rock, as always. But yeah, so there you go. Now, what have we got Check on this show for this week, this lovely Tuesday night, apart from uh, Theo having a bit of a grizzle in the background? Um, we've got a lot on Grizz. Big menu, big, uh, you know, big uh, full steak and veg tonight. What's so we've got PSVR. Oh, big time smorgasbord! Uh, well, the 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 entree, uh, the PSVR two pricing has landed. We're going to talk about what what that looks like <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. tonight. Uh, Hideo Kojima is dispelling a few rumors about things that have been said about him and his studio and what they've been getting up to. Uh, Lionsgate are investigating an interesting gaming movie that might happen, may not, maybe, maybe, maybe it might happen. So we're going to talk about that too. Mugenics. Who genics? What genics? Mugenics. 
the next game from the Binding of Isaac Dev uh, is uh, being hotly developed. And so we're going to have a chat about that as well. And yep. alongside that, also in development, is a new Deus Ex game, which we were going to briefly probably not talk about for very long because there's not an awful lot of shit to talk about for it. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, as always, we've got an OGR poll, which we're actually going to go through in a second um, because the timing is perfect. Uh, and as always, our quick fire with our brand new stinger um, that I want what? you guys all see. You've got a new stinger that we're going to play later. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a queued up. He's got it queued up, ready me. to go. Yeah. Uh, this is news to me as well. No, you got it, mate. You got the button on that thing. Uh, ah. so, the, so hang in there, guys. You're gonna yeah. you're, we're gonna be playing it. Uh we're gonna be Hell bringing yeah, it to you maybe. soon. So there you go. All right, before we jump into everything, we did have a, have a OGR poll this week. Um and the poll was mm-hmm. to do with why our audience thought that we might be delaying the episode by a day. Uh so um Essentially, we had to delay the podcast by day for uh, a reason that we'll uh, share very shortly. Um, and we asked what people thought or the reason was, and we gave three options. Um, a, Pav has a hot date. B, Cap is washing his hair. Or C, Grizzly double booked. Now, Grizz, do you want to go through the results? We had 6.1% that Cap was washing his hair. That was my vote. I voted on that. We option. know that I don't yeah. wash my hair very often. <laughs> I could easily move that a day. <laughs> 33% said Pav had a hot date, and I won with a 60% majority. Yeah, <laughs> Did you double book? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but I have a legitimate reason. My parents were up from Albany, and I don't see them very often. They said, we're coming over for dinner, going to make a green chicken curry on Monday night. And I went, okay. Tasty. So I just pushed the boys. So yes, it was on me, hundred percent. Fair. Well done, well done, you Twitter investigators. You were very clever. It just Absolutely. looks like our community knows us very well. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, absolutely. So there you go. Thanks for voting in the poll, guys. We uh, bring you a poll every weekend, uh, though we've missed a couple in the past, but generally every weekend. Uh, generally, you'll find it on a Saturday or a Sunday. You can go and follow our Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash show, and uh, you too can vote every freaking week, baby, which is pretty cool. You can be a part of the discussion. Uh, yeah, so you can vote and leave a comment as well. If you've got something to say, we'll, um, we'll talk about it. Moosey um, said uh, in response to our poll, all of these answers are equally possible. Uh, <laughs> and then Dano said, uh, I blame Grizzly Gaming double booking as it's a classic Grizzly move. And he was correct. So it's he all over it. it, mate. He knows called what's it, up. Called it, called it, called mm-hmm. it. So there you go. All right, Grizz, the SVR2. Yes. The price tag's been announced, my friend. And the pricing. Mm-hmm. Whoo, boy. How many bucks, Cap? Talk me through it's, it. Uh, well, it's a couple of bucks. Um, I think the exact figure was uh, $879.95. Yeah. It's crazy. If you, there's a blog post, right, Cap? And it has the, the thing about it is that gets me, Cap, is that's you get a PSVR 2 headset, the Sense Controller and headphones, and then they have like some extra things you can buy, um, yep. like a docking, a charging station that's going to sting you another hundred and something Aussie dollars and other bits and pieces. <laughs> Dude, that, that price of eight seventy nine is more than a fucking PS5 console. Like, uh, it's it's pretty much yeah. It's all I think it's comparable. 
but still, right? So the big issue I've got, Grizz, is you can buy yeah. an an Oculus um fucking what's it called? Oculus Rift or some shit. The their 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 mainline um all in one headset. What's it called? Que- Oculus Quest. Quest the two? Quest Two is coming. The Meta out. Quest Two is called yeah. Meta Quest Two. Yep. That is like seven hundred ninety dollars, and that's an all in one. That's an all in one thing. You can play games. Obviously, the games have to be, um, you know, lower spec because you know they don't have a computer or something to do extra pr- rendering and processing. But what I'm getting at here is your buy in for the PSVR two is mm. two thousand dollars, basically Australian yep. uh, Australian dollars, two it's- grand. It's unaffordable for you, the general Joe Schmo. Uh, just to put it into perspective, Cap. So the PSVR one on release was five forty nine. So it's got an extra three hundred bucks on the on the PSV V one uh, release <laughs> yeah. price. Well, look the the specs of this particular device are a lot mm. more. Um, you know, they're, they're they're it's it's way more like the fidelity of this this headset is going to be shit all over the, yeah. the first generation, right? So, um, you know, they've got 4K res- resolution between both eyes um, mm-hmm. or per eye, um, plus, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a 90 and 120 refresh rate um, for both. Huge. And then, you know, <clears throat> all the other bits and pieces like adjustable yeah, they've lenses. Got, they've got uh, <laughs> like headset. This is what I didn't know, Cap. They've got headset haptic feedback as well yeah. as on the controllers as well. So yeah. you can feel a little bit. A little bit of vibrations in the head as you're getting yeah, which is actually pretty arrow. cool. Um, mm. Though I wonder how hectic they are. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. um, other cool thing is that I've seen some like feasibility things of the the eye tracking thing is apparently really intuitive once you set it up right. It's almost like a mouse where you're looking, and then you can use the controller to select where you're looking. So it's you basically basically yeah. I did see. The- you could use that to like select ammo type or something um, quickly, mm. which kind of sounded rad. But I then started to do it with my eyes, and my eyes got really sore in about two seconds. So um, <laughs> look at how yeah. doing IR tracking. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm sure they have an it, option to turn off. Interesting that you talked about the Quest Two. So I had a quick. There was an article I found cap that compared some of the bits and pieces between the two. Um, yeah, and I just thought I'd quickly, just quickly, to give you a breakdown of the outcomes of this. So. PSVR 2 has a better resolution and refresh rate. Yeah. Um, the, apparently the Quest 2 wins in the tracking of the physical hand pieces um, because you need to have the controls in a camera view for the PSVR 2 to track the hand That's pieces. That's interesting. They do have ideal. cameras around the headpiece, so that it is doable. But yeah. with the P- uh, Quest 2, you can have it like behind your back and like in, yeah. in your legs and stuff and yeah. it will track them. I wonder if, because, um, um, you know, you could see in the trailer for the PSVR 2 that it, it tracks things like your um, finger-pulling triggers and stuff and like how your hands are moving, I guess. So I wonder cool. if mm. if the Meta Quest 2 has that functionality. Maybe not. Um, Might not have that, yeah. Um, yeah. So PSVR 2 offers eye tracking in the headset, which the Quest 2 doesn't. Mm. Uh, the PSVR 2 has the haptics in the headset, which the Quest doesn't. Um, here's the big one for me, Cap. The Quest 2 is able to connect wirelessly. Whereas yes, the that's the big one for me it. too, Grizz. Like, mm. I, I feel the main thing that's holding back a lot of these headsets is just the fact that they're tethered to something. Um, and it just feels like shit, you know? Like, I know that we're not quite there with, like, streaming. Because, I mean, the problem is we're streaming. We have to stream a large amount of data to a headset. Like, 4K 
streaming mm. 4K wirelessly would be hectic. Yeah, maybe um, that's the difference because you've got such you've got a high resolution stuff that you're running in this, right? So yeah. it might be. <laughs> and I, I guess at the be, same time, oh, because I think the MetaQuest, life. I think everything's on board in the actual headset itself. Uh, so it's, okay, I don't yeah, think yeah. it's. I think it's technically, you know, it's it's wireless because it's all on board, right? Whereas with the PSVR, it's using the PlayStation to do some of like a lot of the processing, and then it does it it fills mm. the gaps for the VR part of it. But um, yeah, uh, I, I think we're still a while away, uh, dude. I I just feel like VR is still in the beta phase. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we and whoever buys in at the moment is just getting stung with massive fucking pricings. Um, it's to like just Teslas, basically be a beta Tesla. Uh, sorry, beta Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. I said Tesla, as you said Tesla. <laughs> it's like that Teslas, really... isn't it? I feel yeah, like that... everyone knows that yeah. they're going to be great eventually, but that yeah. it just costs so well, much. Well, absolutely, money, but they're like, uh, I mean, there's parts of Tesla that rock, and there's part of parts of um, mm. of VR that rock, and parts that don't. But now, I don't know. I think we're not quite there yet. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm ready to dive in. I know I, I, I got real fucking excited about when they first announced it, but. This price it's price a, tag a lot is of money, just way dude. too much. Um, I will say, money. Cap, that uh, start of November, they also released another blog post with a bunch of um, PSVR 2 games, which I think maybe in another episode we should go through everything that's coming out with the PSVR yeah. 2. But I just wanted to quickly talk about a couple that, that kind of stood out to me stood as out. being yeah. standouts. Yeah. So there's a game being made by Supermassive Games, um, which is the same dev as The Quarry. Yeah. Um, called The Dark Pictures. That looks like a horror VR game. Oh, yes. Quite good. Um, yep. There's another one called The Light Brigade, which is a FPS roguelite game that looks quite interesting. And here we go. One for the uh, people that are right into city skylines. There is a VR city builder called Cities um, that's coming oh. out with PSVR 2 as well. So okay. I don't know. I feel like that maybe they're, depending on how all these releases go, um, it could be pretty cool. There seems to be quite a few games coming out. Um, we see that Call of the Mountain, is it? The um... Call of the Mountain, yeah, <clears throat> which is the uh, Horizon that's Horizon the uh, Guerrilla Games game mm. um, that's based off of that IP. Actually, they're releasing a version, well, a, a bundle for the PSVR 2 that includes that, and that's going to be about 960 bucks, I think. So. Oof. Yeah, right. Dude, and this is the thing, right? So the PSVR 2 doesn't come with a, any video games. Maybe it might have mm. like an Astro's play area thing where you can stuff around and do some cool VR stuff. But yeah, yeah. again, I just, so I just you feel spend, like you spend, So here you go, Cap. Uh, it's Christmas time. Mum wants to get you a PlayStation 5, PSVR 2, and one PSVR 2 game. You're looking at what, like nearly 2,000? Two grand. Two grand? Yeah, literally two thousand dollars, which is a lot of money. It's a yeah. lot of money, dude. And like, okay, like you might argue that the other headsets, um, you know, like the um, the HTC Vive Pro or um, what's uh, what's the 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 Valve one? Uh, maybe oh, Valve Index or something. Valve Index it? and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think the Valve Index is quite expensive as well. But I would argue that I think their specs are a lot better than what the PSVR two are or you know, well, markably better. Um, so I don't know. Maybe this is one of the cheaper ways to actually get a VR like headset yeah. that mm. it has some like utilizes some processing uh, like device, i.e., like a PC or something. But I'm pretty sure like there's other devices that do do high definition streaming of stuff, but maybe they're not 4K. I'm not too sure. I also um, kind of feel like 
Cap, that with the PSVR one, uh, the PS4 wasn't obviously as powerful as like a PC was. So yeah, you know, r- running PC VR was probably a, a better experience. But I feel like the way that these consoles are catching up to, you know, PC specs, maybe the PSVR two, you know, we've got these quite high refresh rates and bits and pieces yeah. happening now. But maybe yeah. that is the way to 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 buy that. Yeah, I think I think it. the biggest issue we've got is like just the amount of resources required to create a reasonable VR experience is quite high because it requires a stable frame rate. Like we, it's not like um you know these games <laughs> yeah. that we ship on True. consoles that you know mm-hmm. dip and whatever um through the frame rates. Um, you really need a solid frame rate, and it needs to be consistent across the entire game experience because otherwise, you're going to get motion sick, and you're going to feel like shit when you're playing your VR mm. title because that's literally your whole, um, you know, like yeah. your your mm. sensory kind of input is is being mismatched with this weird f- uh, refresh rate. So we're at this weird it, at like time where we're not. I, I just again, we had this similar conversation about um, resources and, and stuff in in um, for cloud gaming, and cloud gaming's not there either. Because we're having this issue with with a, it's a resource problem, right? We mm. it's, it's, we haven't got powerful enough um, stuff uh, or or resources to implement in these um, systems to at a reasonable price for a consumer, in my yep. opinion, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you, you need agree, to be a, you need to be a, mm. an enthusiast, like a big time enthusiast, to go and drop some big cash down on this stuff. So, so um, maybe in that yeah. like cap, maybe the price of the PSVR two is reasonable given that you want to have a good quality product that is going to run 120 hertz stable frame rate well, this is kind of what else. i'm thinking in retrospect as we've been having this conversation maybe this is one of the better ways i mean in my opinion if if you want to play some vr stuff probably mm. the best way to do that right now would be just to go and get a a meta quest 2 because you know it's an all-in-one thing it's wireless um you can load up um games that are specially made for that particular device yeah. Uh, that's probably a fairly reasonable, um, you know, way to. I've still board, never but, been yeah. in VR, dude. Never been in VR. Oh, I need to fucking do that. Eh? Oh man, we we're gonna get you in. <laughs> we gotta get. We'll, we'll do a special episode where. Um, I saw this one particular. It was on Facebook or some shit. It was like some lady walking across <laughs> a um like a plank. a plank that was between two fucking buildings. And then yeah. there was this thing in front of her, and then a giant fucking spider comes down in front of her. She fucking shit her pants. It was awesome. So we should <laughs> do that with so you. There's so many good. There's so many yeah. good little things like that. Eh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, uh, look. Uh, overall, Grizz, I think um, pretty expensive. Uh, I don't think uh, an awful lot of people will be rushing out to go and buy this. Maybe waiting for. Yeah. I don't know, like Black Friday sales or some shit. Has that happened yet? Black Friday. I don't. Know. Hmm. I'm yeah, not I don't sure. Know. That actually, that's got to be coming up. Is it November? Is it? I think it's twenty first. I'm literally. 21st. I was literally about to Google it to get it. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I I, I think um, people are probably going to need the deal sweetened a little bit more to um to jump on. Yeah. Board. I mean, I definitely do. I don't know about yeah. you, Grizz. How do you feel about it? Oh, mate, I'm the same as you. I think without me seeing what the offering is for the PSVR two, it's a lot of money to to jump on. Yeah, and like you're that. buying these titles. Like, okay, so this particular blog post says we're expecting more than more than twenty titles at launch. It's probably twenty one, um, mm. and they've just gone. There's more than twenty titles, <laughs> mate. It's twenty one <laughs> titles. Okay, uh, I don't know that for sure, but still, regardless, that's not an awful lot of games. But also, those games are probably going to be about ninety bucks a pop. Yeah, maybe even more, dude. Some of the, I mean, some of the PS uh, five games, one hundred and twenty. 
Yeah. Right. Like a return. I know. And million. that's another thing is we, man, gaming's expensive these days, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like, so expensive. And it's it's what? kind of it, like, I don't know, in my mind at least, Grizz, like when I'm spending, you know, $120 for a video game on a, on a, mm. on a PlayStation console that I spent $1,000 on, and if I want to then open my PSVR headset that cost me another thousand dollars, in my mind there is absolutely no room for mediocrity uh, when it comes yep. to whatever. Needs you're to be perfect, doesn't it? That that game better fucking light my pants on fire <laughs> because <laughs> otherwise, what am I fucking paying for? But yeah, so I don't know. We we, are, we again gaming just gaming well, in a weird spot with these with these we'll, fringe we will cover things. this for you guys when it gets close to the PSVR 2 release we're going to break down all the video games for you and tell you whether <laughs> we think it's yeah. worth your while when yeah. we have without having played played them at all because <laughs> we can't yeah. afford a headset <laughs> maybe they can maybe I'll go into like Kmart and, and surely they've got a display one I can go and try on mm. <laughs> guys I tried the demo and it's shit no we'll see what happens but yeah so there you go PlayStation VR virtual reality now Grizz yes Hideo Kojima the international man of mystery uh, our, yeah, our, our best hell, friend he's, he's <laughs> quite the enigma um, mm-hmm. He basically had a few things to set straight. There was basically a rumor circulating uh, yeah. that he <laughs> that his the next um, Death Stranding um, sequel was going to be a Google Stadia um, exclusive. <laughs> and That's obviously, so weird, dude. Imagine it's, that. <laughs> where did that come from? Where did the rumor come from? Do we know? Honestly, I mean, these fucking these these rumors are you know uh, organisms unto themselves. They someone says mm. something studio. I, I bet you someone just said, "Imagine if Kojima was only releasing Death Stranding for Google Stadia. That would be such a Kojima thing to do." And someone went, yeah. "Oh, is that what he's doing?" And went and told everyone. Um, but yeah, he's he's basically come out and said, "Hey, no, that's bullshit." But and obviously, it's 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 very bullshit <laughs> yeah. because Stadia just got cancelled, um, leaving a few developers high and dry because they were exclusive titles to Stadia. But I believe they're working to bring it anyway. Cap, did he also yeah. say that it's only rumored there's going to be a sequel? Full stop. Has he kind of mentioned? That- well. Is that the way no. that this, I'm reading this, or is it there? Is we had we had uh, Norman Reedus come out and say that he was working, or he kind of accidentally leaked that there is a sequel to Death Stranding yeah. coming. Have we had yeah, the so, word from the horse's mouth? Has Kojima said there is one or not yet? I don't know if he's actually said that or not. From memory, I thought that it was confirmed, but because um, I know I, I definitely know that the whole Norman Reedus thing kind of came across, and, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck, I don't know if I should have said that." <laughs> <laughs> but he's been releasing some interesting um, uh, screenshots. Uh, he's got a project coming up with El Fanning, um, which we don't know an awful lot about yet. He was releasing these screenshots of things. Well, it was basically a screenshot of El Fanning um, mm. with the words "Who am I?" in front of it. So, and it's a Hideo Kojima game. Do you know what I reckon it might be, Grizz? Maybe it's a VR title. Oh yeah. Okay. I think you could do Dude, a pretty I could cool actually VR thing. see. I could, uh, and you're not getting at this at all, but I could actually see Death Stranding being a VR game. Yep, just walking across just vast glorified swaths of land. Yep. <laughs> People call that game a walking simulator. Imagine doing yeah, do. <laughs> that. Anything, you might as well do it in VR. Yeah, might as well do it in VR. 
but yeah, so I don't know. Kojima's just he continues to have these uh, weird and wonderful things. He basically just said like, "I'm going to be indie through and through," even though he was owned by you know um, uh, Konami at one point for the most part. But um, yeah, I think he's basically had a taste for his own kind of ability to completely work on a project unhinged without any overarching uh i don't know guidance from um you know publishers and all that kind of stuff so he's probably loving that uh being able to create his own kind of weird and wonderful uh projects but yeah so it'll be interesting to see what um what he what he does next i mean obviously we don't know if, well presumably we don't know um exactly what he's got up his sleeve but could um, be anything sir yeah. yeah but he he did also so this was all of this was kind of came during a podcast um that is run by jeff Keeley called mm. oh fuck what was it called brain something or other um yeah that's right brain he, structure mm. i don't know why it's called brain structure i'm guessing it's just jeff Keeley doing jeff Keeley things and talking to devs and stuff like that which is pretty radical i probably should go and give it a listen <laughs> but anyway yeah. um so in the same podcast, he was sort of having a bit of a chat about how he's been batting away apparently ridiculously high acquisition offers to stay indie. Um, so yeah, right. What Good I kind him. of was curious to who do you think was wanting to buy Grizz? Oh, from software, mate. It'd be great to get Kojima on from software. No, I have no idea, Cap. You tell me. Who do you I think? reckon it's probably just Sony. In all honesty. <laughs> I think Sony probably wanted to buy him. They? Kind of, maybe, maybe even Sony and Microsoft both wanted to buy, um, and they got to because I mean we've we've had this, you know, continued sort of, um, you know, I, I guess these bigger publishers and um, companies, uh, you know, buying smaller um, developers and just sort of trying to create these big development hubs, I guess, and and you know, mm. PlayStation's you know went and bought Bungie, and they've had a few other bits and pieces in the works and. Obviously, Microsoft's working on um, acquiring Activision Blizzard King and a few other bits and pieces. So I, I don't know. Maybe they both kind of put their hat in the ring and said, "Hey, you want to you want to come and work for us, buddy?" For wasn't there twenty that, million dollars? I don't know how much. There's been yeah. talk about Kojima being going to Sony before. We've covered that on this show before, haven't we? I swear, at some stage, uh, rumors or something potentially. Yeah. Probably knowing us, I'm sure that we've at least spent a couple <laughs> hey, um, of banters. At Sukai it. also says that Brain Structure is Kojima's podcast, Cap, which probably makes it even more interesting. Oh, okay, that's okay. That's my bad. Appreciate the uh, the uh, the the uh, the fix or Rooney there. Uh, he also said uh, the whole being owned by uh, Konami is exactly what, it, which which I assume was always the case because Konami kind of had this massive. Um, uh, well, they completely deviated from gaming and went straight into pachinko mm. machines and completely fucked their IPs <laughs> over. It. Um, yeah. So yeah, I can imagine he was probably a little bit burnt about that. So, uh, mm. but yeah, so there you go, K- uh, Kojima doing more things now. I do wonder, Grizz, if this new L Fanning thing is maybe like a some sort of horror thing maybe i don't know like a psychological horror thing which could work VR really well horror in games would be amazing like imagine yeah. i think that um phasmophobia <laughs> apparently no, works okay no perhaps not into no, it you know what, perhaps, like, i'm not that, massive that. into horror games either now or horror in general but i was for a while but i know that there is a massive market for it. i mean look how look how phasmo took off like could you imagine oh. playing multiplayer vr phasmo it would be pretty sick 
Absolutely. Yeah, I've actually got a few friends. I did a collab um, stream with them a few months ago, and they had a they had a. Play. I would I not so much because it's crossplay as well with a uh, VR and uh, oh. and PC, but uh, it's still not for me. But yes, huge market. It's insane. Very mm. rad. Yeah, I think um you know obviously we we had the major Silent Hill reveals as well recently, and Resident Evil seems to be going from strength to strength in terms Ooh. of. Yeah. Re, re, uh, redefining its bits and pieces and re, remaking <laughs> older titles, but, but yeah, um, be interesting to see what that is. Now, um, all right. So moving along, is yeah. you heard of Lionsgate? I have heard of Lionsgate. Yes. Yeah. Yes, good These sir. guys. Um, I can't remember exactly what they do. To be honest, let me just uh, Lion Lionsgate. Um, I remember them doing. I think they did three hundred. Um, they're like a film. You know, they've, oh, okay. They've done, they produced The Hunger Games, American Psycho. Uh, what else did they do? Uh, well, they did a bunch of other shit. Rambo, 2008. They did the Saw movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what else they got in here? A couple of other bits and pieces that are of uh, no particular interest. But okay, um, it looks like they've got a gaming studio as well, dude. They've done like a bunch oh, of yeah, stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, even yeah, Dead, they, the game. I don't they know. Do, Oh, I feel like did Lionsgate do? Oh, maybe it was a different one. Who am I thinking oh, of? Wait. They did Fable. It's Blair Witch, dude. They did Blair Witch. Ah, okay. And they also did the Power Ranger games. <laughs> in case you're interested. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so Lionsgate are investigating the possibility or potential for a John Wick game. Yeah. Please. Have you watched any of the I John did, Wicks? I did see that. Yeah, I think I've seen a couple of the John Wicks. And dude, I'm just a massive Keanu Reeves fan. I just think he dude, is what a legend. He. He is like one of the most humble, talented blokes. I keep watching his TikToks because he's just so Does he have funny. TikTok? Yeah, he's got TikTok. I don't know what he's what like what his deal is, but he had this massive, big, long baguette on a table, and he like pulls out his samurai sword, and he goes, Wah! and then it like just cuts, and you know how you see those <laughs> things with it, and it just like falls in half. Yeah, <laughs> and then he just starts making a sandwich. And it's just like the coolest <laughs> shit. He's just, he's just really good quality. Oh, I, I love, love that. It. Yeah, well, he's a good dude. So, I mean, and hey, um, you know, presumably if we got a John Wick game, I would hope that they mm. get Keanu Reeves to voice it, Grizz. I mean, I'm sure that Keanu Reeves comes with a reasonable price tag these days. But, I mean, it's not impossible because he was obviously in Cyberpunk uh, as yep. uh, Johnny yep. Silverhand, the uh, bloke mm-hmm. inside old mate's head. Um, so could be pretty cool. I think. Um, I think the whole premise for John Wick uh, as a gaming protagonist would be uh, would work really well. Um, yeah. I've only seen like half of the first movie, um, but you know, you can do a lot of cool shit. They're, with it. they're actually very good, dude. It's like kung fu, kung fu uh, gun fighting. Um, yeah, and, and and he does a very good job of that. And I think the adaptation to a video game would be quite good. Games that kind of spring to mind that are, are similar, I guess, are things like. The Hitman and like things like that that are story driven yep. kind of uh, action um, first person shooters that are, that are pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. I think that adaptation could work. Um, I guess for me, Cap, like I always have these reservations around movies being adapted to video games for a couple of reasons. Um, the first reason is they're often on a time a timeline, right? So they want to stay relevant while say, new movies coming out and stay relevant in that picture. And that means that they have these, like, unrealistic timeframes for devs to try to make these games and they might get rushed yep. a little bit. And I also feel like any any uh, 
video adaptation to a video game, I feel like it gets a bit of a hall pass because they know fans of that of that movie yeah. are going to go we'll just play the game. Slip it up. Yeah. yeah, slip it up. So there's a couple of games here, Cap, um, that we probably don't even remember because they were shit. They were adaptations of movies. <laughs> Rambo, Saw 2, The Grudge, and Enter the Matrix all were like absolutely shocking adaptations yeah. of was uh, enter the matrix uh was that the um the mmo oh i can't was it i actually not there wasn't because there was a matrix mmo, MMO which i i didn't play it but i believe that it was pretty well um you know um respected received, in it? the mmo uh yeah received sorry um okay. yeah but yeah it was just kind of like and and there's even like some canon stuff that happened in the mmo that i believe in the most recent movie they kind of acknowledged like things that happened in the MMO game, which is kind of really? cool, you know. So, mm. um, with you know certain characters perishing and, and this that whatever, so um, pretty radical. Mm. But um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think uh, I mean yeah, you're right. I mean, video game, sorry, movie video games. Is, isn't it funny? Movie video games or video games based on a movie can be complete and utter garbage. And Grizz, yeah. the same is for <laughs> you know movies based on video games yeah. can be complete and yeah. utter garbage as well. But um, I mean, obviously, it's all, it's all depends on, on how they execute, I guess, right? There are some diamonds in the rough there. Um, there was a couple of the um, Lord of the Rings video games were crackers. Oh, um, was it the... Um, I think it was like Return of the King or something that was Yeah, fantastic. Return of the King. Like a, I think the two towers yeah, yeah, like, yeah, those games were fucking baller, dude. So yeah, good. Yeah, and obviously a lot of the Star Wars games are, are fantastic as oh, well. Dude, what so. about the early Star Wars Battlefield games? You remember you ever play those games? Oh, I think so, man. I think so. I, I could kind of remember them. Um, Wait, those was, were amazing. <laughs> wasn't Battlefront it was obviously terrible, but that's uh Well, the more re- sorry, Battlefront is what I meant. I think I said Battlefield, but I meant Battlefront. Um yep. the earlier Battlefront um games were awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So good. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm even remembering Grizz, like they did a, um, what's that movie that Vin Diesel was in? Um, and it's not coming to mind. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick game. I think it was mm. Riddick, um, something from Butcher Bay. And it's basically yeah. like a, like a cult game that, you know, it didn't get. Oh, I do remember well that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was amazing. Like so good. I, I've, I've not played it myself, but I've watched a lot of speed runs of it. And yeah. For what that game was at the time, it was like crazy, like ahead of itself. Like it's just pretty good. It was the whole thing was like you were trying to escape prison, and you had you know just the whole methodology of what your character, you know, what Riddick was doing. So that was a particularly good um, Mm. example of a of a movie game. So I tell you what, Deb Deb has actually said, "Remember the old Disney tie-in games," and I will go ahead and say, Aladdin and Lion King were crackers on the Super Nintendo. Man, actually. The Hercules Disney game for, oh, yeah. uh, Shit, I think Hercules. it was SNES or PlayStation. Can't remember which mm. console it was. That was a banger as well. Um, yeah, those games were pretty good. Yeah. Um, so maybe I, we've I got think, it wrong. Maybe I think the they're... first game I ever finished as a as a uh, human uh, was <laughs> uh, the Al- Aladdin um, SNES game. Mm. And the finishing that, and that was like the first game I ever clocked. Which I'm on the. You ever hear people say they clocked the game anymore? Cap, did you know that? What's that? Sorry. I'm on the speedrun leaderboard for Aladdin. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah, I was speedrunning it for a while on stream. And just stuck right. I've got I've got like a 15 minute clear or something. Is something that the like one that. where you're riding the carpet at the beginning? Yeah, that's the one, right? The carpet ride is the fucking hardest section in the game. Yeah, and it's that right at the beginning. 
Yeah, it's like yeah. near the start. So third level I remember as a kid but being like, I can't play this. This is this was not made for my age group. <laughs> <laughs> On the box, it's like ages three and up. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, no, uh, the Aladdin game was was baller. Grizz, can you remember saying that you clocked games when you were a kid? Like that was how you said yeah, you passed the game? Yeah, yeah clocked yeah, it. Yeah, mate. absolutely. Yeah. Mate. People don't say that anymore. That, I want to bring it back Where does that in. reference come from? What, I don't like, know. What is Maybe that? something to do with the clock or the time finishes. You clocked it. Okay, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's probably about. Clock. Yeah, clocked it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, no, no. I reckon that's about as close as we're going to get to an actual Mm. explanation. I was going to say maybe because you beat it in record time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Could be. A couple of options. (laughs) Well, there you go. Well, yeah, Chris. So, um, yeah, those of you at home who are big John Wick fans and Keanu Reeves fans, um, we may have more of a reason to be uh, Keanu Reeves fans yet again. So there you go. We don't know for sure this is even happening yet. They just basically said, hey. We're thinking about it. Another thing they're thinking about, Grizz, um, mm. is, and I'm going to um, skip one and we'll come back to it after this particular one, but I just thought uh, okay. this is a good time to talk yep. about it. Uh, for a another Deus Ex game is is coming as well. Um, it's in very early development, but uh, basically... Now, um, you rate yeah. these games, don't you, Cap? The Deus yes, Ex Yes, absolutely do. These are fucking hmm. excellent RPG games. Um, you know, uh, the uh, Deus Ex... The, uh, I didn't play the early Deus Ex <laughs> games, um, but um, the more recent sort of... Um, you know, 3D, uh, I guess, modern titles of um, the Deus Ex mm. games, like um, is it uh, Mankind Divided and it might be, is it uh, Deus Ex Machina? Machina? Uh, maybe I've got that. Oh, and, you know, Human Revolution and um, Mankind Divided. I think I, Revolution I have was never earlier. played a Deus Ex game, Cap, ever. Dude, they're very good. Um, they're basically, mm. to be honest, they're, they're cyberpunky. So are they okay? Yeah, yeah right. RPG cyberpunky, and they did. They, they were just really good. They were just excellent, solid RPG games. I think the later Deus Ex games weren't as good, but I mean, uh, overall, the franchise has been fairly stale recently. I think they might be working on a Deus Ex remake or, or remaster or something, which is the mm. earliest title. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Edios Montreal, um, who is mm. now owned by Embracer Group, was originally owned by Square Enix. That was um, the uh, big old uh, sale of Rooney that happened. Um, they're basically talking about what they want to be doing. They want to shut down um, the Montreal video game studio. Um, so, as formerly Square Enix Montreal, um, yeah. well, renamed to Onoma. Uh, so, they're shutting that down. Obviously, um, they cancelled some unannounced game that was presumably being um, worked yeah. on there. Um, and the they're also Stranger working Things on... inspired Kids on Bikes got cancelled, Cap, which is a bit of a shame, isn't it, mate? Kids on Bikes game? What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> That's what it said. To, I don't know. Cancelled uh, the Stranger but... Things inspired Kids on Bikes game that was rumoured recently. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I guess we're not getting the Kids on Bikes Stranger Things inspired game, Grizz. Bugger. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah. how, uh, if I'm too sad about that. Um, but um, it, one thing that they did know is that they're working on um, they're working on Fable um, for Xbox. Oh hell is, yeah, dude! Yeah, um, I assume that's the latest iteration of Fable that has been long touted by Microsoft oh. to be coming. It's coming. It's coming. So mm. uh, I guess we'll wait and see more. But um, but yeah, they they obviously did also mention in amongst all this. This is all coming from Jason Schreier, who is you know the uh, <clears throat> the uh, the the New York Times bestselling author. 
uh, and uh, reporter, you know, man on the scene all the time. This guy has all Mm. all the fucking hot hot hookups. So, um, so yeah, he he basically had a lot of shit to say about what was going on with Embracer Group, and and um, uh, and yeah, so pretty cool. I'm really glad to see that they're doing something with Deus Ex again. He did note that uh, whatever is being worked on is very very early production. So, but I think maybe. Maybe if I mean it would be interesting to see how early and whether the shaky reception of Cyberpunk again they're not the exact same game probably mm. um, Deus Ex is a little bit more um, sort of corporate-y. Uh, it's, it doesn't have that kind of punky um, factor okay. to it as much but um, it's still got that kind of futuristic kind of thing as much as on. the of the neon lights and that kind of thing in there cap not like, really it's a bit more yeah. kind of um, corporatized and. You know, it's it's about like uh, uh, the earlier game was you you basically like you I think you were like a police kind of guy, and then you're trying to stop this terrorist organization, and then I think you basically end up working for them, going against the corporate kind of sector, and you know doing <laughs> basically every f- fucking cyberpunk um, trope of all time. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so there you go. But yeah, so glad they're actually utilizing this particular IP. So um, hopefully, Very cool. Um, they can continue to um, evolve and, and do new things. So there you go. Now, Grizz, yes, speaking sir. of evolving and doing yeah. new things, the Binding of Isaac developer yeah. is and has been working on a game that we have sort of covered re- uh, in a, uh, you know here and before, but uh, they've released a big interview with Polygon about uh, first impressions for their new game, New Genics, yeah. uh, which looks interesting it does and just to rehash this story a little bit for, if you're a bit out of the loop here but this game was first announced at the 2013 pax um and then it was cancelled shortly after um i believe cap maybe you can confirm this but i think the two devs that were working on it um split um and the game yep. never come back and then uh one of the guys got the rights to to basically work on it again and and, and which is why we're seeing a bit of a Bit, yeah. of, bit of a return, but yeah. So yeah. I think what what basically happened was, yeah, the the two devs for whatever reason I don't think that's exactly explained. What probably some internal dispute or something. They basically mm. split the IPs in half, and one team, one guy got uh, the Binding <laughs> of Isaac yeah. and the rights to for, continue to work on Eugenics, <laughs> mm. and the other guy that's uh, his name's McMillan. Uh, what's his, what's his full name? Edmund mm. McMillan. And the other guy who was Tom, Tommy Reffin, Reffins, something like that. Anyways, he got the rights to Super Meat Boy. Uh, and then oh, there you go. So both games Super did, Meat Boy. did pretty well with um, yeah. Money of Isaac. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. What, what, we're, what we're looking at here, mate, this is a, uh, it is a real-time strategy game with cats. Um, so picture like Pokemon-style fighting stylized like binding of isaac is if you don't know what that style is it's very kind of like cartoony like cartoony yeah but um it's quite kind of reminds me of like exploding kittens that? if people are familiar with exploding kittens or yeah. like oat, the oatmeal web comics and stuff like that and um, that's the kind of that's the kind of art style you're expecting basically mm. sorry to interject so, but yeah so you've got uh no you're good you got um characters and stats uh like different ability types different classes for example and what are the characters hunter, Chris? mage uh hunter mage and rogue uh, are those t- styles i don't know do you know more about the characters here cap because is there something that i should they're know? all cats, well, the cats. They're all cats, yes. They're, they're all, all fucking cats. cats. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> this is my mage cat, and this is my you know warrior cat, which I think is kind of 
awesome. Oh, it's like, going to be I'm great. Super looks, how much did you read inside of Because it goes super in, into depth around some of the mechanics. Now, some of it <laughs> yeah. reminded me a lot of Divinity Original Sin. Dude, example. I had the same thought. Yeah. Did you? Because they have yeah. these interact uh, uh, kind of environments interact with your um, – with where you're where you're fighting on. An example yep. is if there's someone standing on grass and you use a fire spell, then they're going to take more damage from the grass burning and bits and pieces like that. Yeah, so. and that fire can spread as well, which is what happens in divinity. Uh, yep. But you know, like your the environment that your characters are standing in, depending on what kind of environment, like you might be standing mm. in that grass, and because you're a rogue, you get extra to sneak because you're in the <laughs> so grass, good. basically, which is yeah. cool. It's really rad. So I definitely like that um, environmental. Uh, interaction uh, that's kind of happening with well, this game. Now, it kind of looks a little bit like a chessboard with shit all over it, and you've got these random cats with hats mm. and stuff on and customizability. Uh, but, I mean, Grizz, the cats look horrible. Yeah. <laughs> they look it's so just like Finding of Isaac. Like, it does, yeah. look, it does look like that for sure. Yeah. the um, Some of the early animations that they've shown, like of like a cat hitting a, uh, a um, I think it was a cat hitting a, a a chest or something and mm. his like whole his whole limb just kind of like <laughs> moves sideways and then just smacks this chest and it looks so stupid so Dude. i mean this game is definitely still very much in development but um it, yeah. it looks really cool i think the whole kind of i think the cool thing about this particular interview grizz was the fact that they're talking about how this game has progressed quite profoundly from when they first yeah. started with it um it mm. kind of it began as this weird point and click thing where you had a few cats that you were um kind of moving around in an open sort of battle area fighting these you know mice and rabbits and shit Uh, and but it kind of didn't work very well because and then it was like a side scroller beat-em-up they had yeah and then you had to realize that things and dodge stuff and it was really awkward a multiplayer beat-em-up game that's not what they wanted they wanted to have this single player experience so how can you how can you kind of monitor multiple cats? So it's kind of just evolved into this, what it is. But one thing, Cap, that I know this game is going to be hugely in-depth. I mean, you look at Binding of Isaac now, and the scope of that game is absolutely monstrous. Like People play Binding of Isaac for thousands and thousands of hours, and it takes such a long time yeah. to unlock everything. And there's so much in there in that game that sits behind it, um, You know, so much synergy between all the bits and pieces that, like, I think this is a statement from... Uh, one of the guys, I can't remember what you said. Who's the dude that's running Mugenics Cap? What's his name? Uh, Edmund, uh, Edmund Oldmate, Edmund McMillan. So this guy. is what gets me excited. Is this statement here, he says, I really see Mugenics as a sequel to Binding of Isaac. In terms of how you take something like Isaac and make it into a bigger and better thing and expand on it indefinitely. So he's obviously got quite grandeur plans for this little thing to... Uh, Absolutely, to, you know, build out. upon, flesh it out, and make it make it cool. Yeah, I, mean, I think um, well, Isaac's I mean, got a cult following, right? Cap, like, oh, absolutely. Huge, but I mean, I, Isaac has a proven track record of being lovingly um, added to over time, right? And I think mm. um, Edmund kind of mentioned in this particular article that you know they they'd like to continue to you know support this game for years and years to come to you know basically ensure that it, it just always has new content, content. Yeah. you know all the time which is which is really awesome so i think it looks really cool um i think it's probably got a fair way to go um still but yeah. i mean yeah. dude this this game's been in development for 10 years 
<laughs> Long which time. is crazy and the iterations yeah. that uh, edmund talks about with this particular game is just crazy like um you know going from this kind of side-scrolling beat-em-up thing to you know some sort of weird <laughs> rts real-time strategy thing yeah. and into this more refined version of what it is now which is kind of rts i suppose but mm. it's kind of like a chessboard thing and you've got a bunch of different cats in there that have different abilities and you use them to i guess turn-based um you know to you know it has some. Um... It actually has some Darkest Dungeon vibes as well, uh, Cap. So as your cat gets injured or downed, they gain these traits um, similar to Darkest Dungeon. So like the example that they use in there is that if you get get knocked down, what could happen is you lose your balls, your testicles, and then you lose some of your (laughs) stats for like... (laughs) Or like uh, initiative, what's it called? Like uh, initiative or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. so funny. What the hell? And if you get down three times in one fight, you lose that lose that cat. That cat's gone. Ah. So, yeah, a little bit of thing. Right. But there's also this um, other mechanic that's like cat breeding. So I think you can breed your cats together to like make stronger cats and like yeah. the ones that you want. <laughs> it just sounds so. I mean, Which for I what thought... the game, it's weird. I mean, Isaac's the same cap. For when you look at it, it's like, oh, this game looks a bit strange. And then you read all these crazy mechanics that sit behind it and all the systems that sit behind it, and they sound quite interesting. It, it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out, I guess. I think like... when it all comes together, I think it's going to be really cool. He, he, he's working on um, this game with another guy called uh, Tyler Galeal, uh, who mm. released a game called... Oh, the end is nigh, which is kind of like a side-scrolling. Um, you know, it looks similar-ish to Binding of Isaac. So obviously, these guys sort of uh, had a bit of an affinity for uh, that style of artwork yeah. and and indie gaming. Um, so they're kind of working on this together. Um, but yeah, I think I think it sounds really cool. Uh, one thing that stood out to me, Grizz, was definitely this whole idea of like breeding cats and. You've got to be careful that uh, you know you you don't breed too many of the, um, of the uh, same family together because there's inbreeding and those cats can Is come that out what really happens? fucked up. Yeah, so <laughs> it's just, like three arms and shit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So you you got to be really you you need fresh fresh fucking blood to come in and, and breed with your your cats and stuff. So, but yeah, yeah, it looks really cool. There's even like some interesting stuff like you know some cats have the ability to to have a shit basically on command and and you can use that shit as like a barricade yeah <laughs> which is and i think of, and i think when someone shoots that barricade it can splatter on your other cats and injure them it's like <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what this is like the kind of game dev that i'd love to be doing man this is like the funny shit like yeah you'd be loving you know, that you'd oh, I think it's like endless creativity you can just kind of do whatever you want you know oh dude absolutely uh, but yeah, so there you go. Look forward to I'm um, looking forward to Mugenics. Now we don't we didn't get like any particular, you know, time as to when you know something like this is going to be available. It's interesting. It kind of says it here that he sees Mugenics as a sequel to Binding of Isaac, which is just yeah. kind of hilarious. The fact that it's, it's they're so different. They are so different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So look, it'll be interesting to see. I guess when this this game comes up. Mm. um so well what comes out but um, i'm sure it'll be very well received by the gaming population so there you go there you go now Grace, that pretty much covers the majority of our main topics for today so um i think we're actually tracking pretty well so we can have a pretty cruisy quick fire um but i think the, the cool thing is we're gonna be able to jump into this quick fire with a brand new stinger that we've 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 managed to get the copyright <sighs> for 
So uh, I just want to announce that we are now officially endorsed by DJ Francesco, and he's going to be announcing the quick fire every time with his world famous Stigger. Yeah. I've, I've spoken to him. He doesn't like it. <laughs> I don't care. He hasn't endorsed. You got to give the people what they want, Pav. All right. All right. Ugh. All right. So let's let's start this quick fire off, baby. I've spoken to him. He doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. DJ Francesco. Yeah. All right. Let's get he's, stuck into he's it. He's actually going to kill me. He's actually going to kill me. <laughs> Thank you for supporting this segment, DJ Francesco. All right. First one. First cab off the rack. Well, okay, Grizz. Microsoft lets gamers know that COD will be on PlayStation for as long as there's a PlayStation console to ship to. Wowzers. How does that make you feel, mate? You feel good? We know that PlayStation got the rights to produce up to a PlayStation 10 cap. What? Yeah, that's what they've got. You mean they've the like rights fucking, to place? To... They've, they've, they have some fucking thing that I, I looked it up the other day. You, you continue on. Oh, the is it like a trademark yeah. thing? They've yeah, it's like a trademark. trademark. Okay, okay, I was going to say, surely they yeah. they own their own rights to create their own <laughs> yeah. fucking console. <laughs> yeah, it's a trademark. So, yeah. There you go. Microsoft is signing on for quite a significant number of iterations. Grease, can you see PlayStation sticking around to PlayStation Ten? Yes, oh, absolutely, mate. PlayStation Twenty, yeah. I reckon. They'll you don't call, reckon call that they'll maybe get into cloud streaming and just purely do that? Oh, that's a good point, actually. Um, maybe. I don't know. I think there's always going to be a place for physical consoles. Yeah. I feel like. I suppose it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next 10 years, I reckon. I reckon, te- I reckon like cloud gaming and VR needs another five, like probably yeah. eight years, in well, all honesty. Dude, we need to redo the whole internet of Australia. So, like, yeah. for, for us to have good cloud gaming is, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we got a we got a bit of work to do, uh, but <laughs> yeah. we we can we can rest assured that Call of Duty will always be on PlayStation, guys. So, do not mm. shit your pants. It's going to be fine. Now, the next thing I want to talk about as well, Grizz, God of yeah. War releases this week. Yes. Exciting. We kind of did talk about that already, but I just wanted to kind of reiterate, guys, this is a fucking exciting week, okay? Potentially another Game of the Year game coming this yep. week. That's pretty exciting. I actually, Cap, look, I think it's going to be really close between God of War and Elden and Ring. The Elden Ring. Everything that I've heard about God of War so far, I feel like everything that I've heard about is it's built upon the success of the original well, not the original, because there's been lots of them. Uh, the last PS4 um, rendition of God of War. So, yeah, yeah. I yep, think yep, yep. Uh, I think Elden Ring, Elden Ring, God of War battle, the, the battle of the titans, the battle of the titans. Oh, there's Maybe another game have coming out. A, it's gonna be a poll cap, surely. Game of the year. Yeah, and then people will be like, "Why isn't fucking Slime Ranchers two on this list of some shit?" <laughs> Some fucking game that, you know, we just didn't include because we can only f- include four options on the Twitter poll. Someone will get really shitty about that. But we're going to do it anyway because that's what we do here on Ogre. We like to stir the pot. Um, right. So, yeah. Now, the other thing, Grizz, mm-hmm. God of War is going to be releasing with an armor transmog feature. God of War is going to be... Oh, that is fucking excellent, dude. Great I idea. I think that, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a fantastic idea. So... If you don't know what that means, that means I assume when you find a piece of armor that you like the look of, you can uh, transmog it to any armor for it to look like that. So 
rather than yeah. being stuck to the armor you're wearing, you can kind of um, wear any any piece to to make you look baller, which is cool. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, for those you know in the Souls games, they call it fashion souls. But uh, for those yeah. of you looking to get the fashion God of War bits and pieces happening, um, Souls games don't have yeah. transmogs, do they? Cap, they don't. No. Uh, Souls games do not have transmog. No, you have to wear the armor pieces, I believe. Mm. I'm sure it's modded, though. I'm sure you can probably mod it in. Bit of a transmog yeah. feature. Um, waifu um, Dark Souls. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, uh, actually, it, this reminds me, like um, Cyberpunk got a transmog feature as well. Um, after release, as a added kind of little here you go community. Sorry for um, the terrible... Um, you know, release, but yeah. Uh, yeah, they they ended up releasing a transmog feature. So if you're familiar with that, God of War's getting the same thing. Pretty damn cool. So there you go. Very impressive. Um, yeah, but yeah. Now, Grizz, uh, have you ever played Dwarf Fortress, Grizz? <laughs> no, <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> I like never. how you laugh about this. Dwarf yeah, Fortress like- is probably the I would argue probably one of the most famous ASCII slash text oh. um, graphic games of all time. Now. When I say that, oh, I mean literally using like keyboard characters. Yeah, as... I'm looking at it. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Dwarf Fortress. Uh, that was that was the the original game. Came. It was like a. It was like a. It was like a like a simulator like dwarf thing. So you had a fortress, and I think you just set the dwarves to work and went and did bits and pieces. I never played it myself, but I knew of Dwarf Fortress and the fact that it was this this um ascii art game basically that you know it was it was all you know it was it was a game so uh now it's coming to steam and they're actually having a graphical uh, interface so they they're no longer an ascii game anymore it's is uh, it the same game dude is it like literally the same game yeah it's the same game with just a new lick of paint effectively so um, uh, so Dwarf Fortress is a construction and management (laughs) simulation and roguelike indie video game so you probably like this Grizz so, Cap, it says here in the YouTube video comments, this is the biggest game announcement of the year. Yep. Bigger than exactly. God of War. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is another game of the year contender. Now, it's interesting, Grizz. This particular game influenced games like Minecraft and uh, RimWorld. So right. that kind of gives you an idea of, well, I mean, Minecraft so one I think of the... was more just the idea of mining, but yeah. Must have been one of the earliest roguelites to ever have existed, it would have to have been pretty pretty yeah. out there. But even as a sim in general, like I mean, there wasn't an awful lot of uh, games doing this style of uh, mm. graphics. I guess just you know the whole idea of of ASCII art. I mean, it was not you know back in the day that was just how you did you did some you did games. But it is literally uh, yeah. dollar signs, pound signs, X's, zeros, yep. and commas and full stops. That is the graphics in this. And it, and it yeah. looks like a like a real like computer console as well like it's it's like black background these kind of like really oversaturated like colors being used for mm. the different things as well like yeah it's it's purely like actual ascii art it's 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 cool so if you're not aware of what door fortress is you should definitely go and have a look at some screenshots and see what people used to play back in the olden days uh but yeah so there you freaking go. Um, pretty cool. I, I thought that was very radical. Um, mm. Now, another game that's coming out soon, Grizz, Atomic Heart. Can you remember this game? Atomic Heart? Uh, no, I do not. So Atomic Heart is like it. this weird 
there's like okay so i I think it's it's like a polish um developer or someone from the Mm. eu uh basically it's kind of got like a fallout kind of vibe going on uh and yeah it's just like it's set in the soviet Mm. union like technology is really weird and busted like uh it kind of got like the nazi thing going on i guess um but uh yeah like your it's oh sorry bioshock not not Fallout. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Bioshock. Bio sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so very, yeah, very it's, it's gruesome. Very much Bioshock. Your character has mm. like kind of electrical abilities, and I guess can do fire stuff. And with his with it, their hand on the kind of like again Bioshock, where you're kind of mixing gunplay with like, uh, yeah, like you know electricity yep, and, abilities, and different yeah. um, abilities and stuff. So um, looks pretty damn cool. A lot of stuff going on with uh, kind of like automata, like machines and and stuff like that so that's kind of the vibe and it's kind of set in this weird soviet um i guess parallel universe thing going on so it looks really it, radical go and check out it, the, the it the actually thing, the looks amazing uh this yeah. is apparently this was announced five years ago cap this has been in yes de- it's been coming out for ages i'm pretty sure it was hmm. announced during the gaming or game awards or something um okay but yeah it's, it's, it's coming out on the 23rd of february i believe uh, let me no, next year, that. yeah, yeah, 21st. Sorry, of yep. February 2023. Uh, so yeah, if you're a Bioshock fan, you're going to be getting your Bioshock bill very shortly. Pretty exciting. There you go. Uh, now, Grizz, Slay the Spire, another classic rogue indie, uh, in a roguelike indie game, it's getting its yep. own co op board game. Hell, Are you excited yes, about this, dude? Yeah, I have a lot of hours in Slay the Spire on. On my Switch, it is a perfect Switch game, roguelite Switch game, 100%. Now, Cap, yep. tell me a bit about this. Is this a, is this a Kickstarter? This is a Kickstarter. So This is a Kickstarter. What, um, they haven't obviously sort of fully created it, but there are um, – I think I think what they've effectively done, Grizz, is they've basically just recreated the game in, in board game form um, for yeah. the most part. So um, you, you basically know exactly what you're getting. Uh, hopefully, they're adding some new content or, I guess, so it's not just literally mm. just the 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 – the game recreated but um i mean it's still pretty yeah. cool having it in physical form regardless but it's um super, yeah, yeah it looks really cool just just having a bit of a look at the video now so if you're familiar with the game essentially as you're kind of working through the spire so to speak you take different pathways kind of leading to a final boss but it looks like yeah. um as you make your way down the pathway you're kind of flipping things over um to see how that interacts with your your gameplay and it's kind of yeah. randomized through that Dude, it looks looks very cool. I, I think this would be great fun. Um, we obviously played yeah. some crowdfunded board games in the past. Cap um, with yep. Dark Souls. The Dark Souls looks like board it's games. time to play another one, Grizz. Uh, yes. I mean, this looks really yep. cool. So it's going to be coming out with um, the four Slayers that I think are currently available. Uh, is the Watcher available inside the Spire currently, Grizz? Yes. The Watcher? Uh, the Watcher is. You unlock her after you complete it once. I think uh, the Watcher cool. is yep. the purple, purple. Yeah, purple. Yeah, purple yeah. person. Purple person yep. eater. I um, I then, cannot play her. I think cleared once with with her. She's quite difficult to to to, to synergize. To yeah, yeah. She's got this weird mechanic where you can swap between like her stances and stuff depending on the cards uh, you play. So she's, she's like a monk bad. from yeah. World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. 
but yeah, regardless, of the, the, I mean, they, there's already uh, people who have had access to the board game uh, <laughs> and have been, you know, putting up YouTube uh, let's plays mm. of the board games. So if you want to see how it plays, you can go and check that out on on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, it, from what I could see, it kind of looked pretty much just like the game, uh, mm. and yeah, they've just agree. turned yeah. it into card form, which is great i but i do hope there's some kind of extra dude i'm watching stuff. the price go up as people are pledging right i just i just oh, yeah. i just watched someone purchase it so they have uh, the original uh, goal was 77000 and they have got nearly 4 million raised so <laughs> yeah. not oh, bad they're good <laughs> i wonder if they've got any have they got any stretch goals for this cruise i'm just trying to see if i can find anything about any stretch oh yes they do daily reveals so um different packs different foil packs i guess for the kickstarter um, groups. Um, they're adding harder enemies, harder bosses, um, a companion app that goes with it, which is, that's fucking cool. Uh, yeah. And they're continuing to add more shit to it, but they don't have, it's interesting. I remember when Kickstarter first came out, a lot of places, a lot of a lot of Kickstarters would do like, um, like goal-based um, reveals, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a shame. I wish I wish they'd do more of that. This just seems like they're literally just revealing stuff that's going to be coming with it, regardless. So not influenced by how much money they're making off it. So the, you're basically going to be getting the game in its current state, whether you, whether they make a lot of money off it or not. So, mm. so there you yeah. go. Um, now Grim's actually go, just sir. sideways on this one. Elden Ring's yeah. got a board game happening soon as well. Is it Kickstarter as well, Cap? Is it that will be getting Kickstarted as well? I believe it's by the same guys who did the Bloodborne board game I they think. did a fantastic job man oh is it steam we fun. need to play that blood bloodborne board game again man that was great fun there it is. oh yeah it we need to 100 do that maybe we might even try and get a stream happening of of that one um but yeah oh, so the elden ring board oh no it's by steamforge game so those are the guys who did the dark souls board game i think november oh that's coming up soon dude available for kickstart november 22nd yeah. i will yeah. be kickstarting that for sure my friend um, so there you go. There, these are the guys that did the Dark Souls board game, which is very fun, which is quite good. Um, mm. I think I prefer the Bloodborne board game, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, the Bloodborne um, board game is good. Yeah, okay. so very, very cool. Slay the Spy coming soon. Now, Grizz, Dota 2 is getting a new hero. Yes. Yes, now, yes. What, very exciting. What, what is their name? Um, Mirta. Mirta. Yeah, they've got like the yeah. whole Day of the Dead Mexican kind of um, Day of the Dead uh, yeah. theme this, going on with this new hero. Was this released kind of on the Day of the Dead, was it, Cap? Or was it? Close I think to, it was or? actually, which is like yeah. so such a great timing because it kind of happened the same day that the TI Grand Final happened. They did the yeah. um, oh, the All Star match, uh, which was, I mean, how was the vibe for the All Star match in there, Grizz? Because it was fucking boring to watch. Can I be honest with you, Cap? Yeah. I was Wait, across the road drinking Tiger beers outside the supermarket when the All-Star <laughs> match was on. <laughs> well, yeah, they they basically finished the All-Star match and then um, did a quick reveal of Mirta. But uh, yeah, uh, we, were back in, be we were back in there for the announcement, though, and it was oh, yeah. pretty pogged. Like, everyone was like pretty just... Hyped. Yeah, very hype. Yeah, going pretty hard. Which, I mean, we kind of expected a new hero to get revealed here, right, Grizz? They tend to always reveal a hero at TI, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yep. So we had, well, yeah, we had, uh, I actually just trying to think about how this worked, but last compendium they had Year of the Beast, which was Primal Beast, was a boss as part of like the yep. playable dungeon. And then I believe that they announced that uh, 
halfway through TI as as the hero that was coming from that. So, yeah, pretty cool. I mean, we don't know anything about this hero yet, really, Cap. We haven't seen any moves, just a very short cinematic kind of trailer of uh, yeah. M- Myrta uh, walking yep, through nah. a graveyard, kind of yep. cruising through. So, um, yep. but very thematic so far. So, and we're not getting uh, this new hero till next year, early 2023. Which, yeah, I mean, technically, early 2023 could be anywhere up until July. Well, basically. <laughs> mm. so we could, it could, we could be waiting a while. So I guess we'll wait and see when we get it. But yeah, so there you go. If you're a Dota fan, you're gonna get be getting a new hero soon. Woo. Grizz. Speaking yes. of new heroes, uh, and well, this one's not quite so new, but it is very unplayable, right? Right now, May yeah. from Overwatch has been disabled from the game because of a reason. Don't I tell them why. Either. It was because they nerfed it because you're too good on that hero cap. And oh yeah, true. Fucking, actually, just, yeah. I had to, like, so that's why I couldn't remember because I've ejected it from my memory because I'm scarred that they took. I away do my just want to say that I'm not kidding. Cap on. Overwatch one May was bullshit. Like, just <laughs> freezing people and just, dude, just I, like... I, I that was my favorite character by far. So she was so fucking um, OP, but she doesn't have the same stuff anymore. Like you can't freeze people; you can just slow them down. So it's nowhere yeah. near as fun anymore. So um, yeah, Overwatch two uh, confirmed shit by Captain Perth. So what was the um, re- the real reason, Cap? I think is to do with her wall was buggy um they were yeah. able to allow players to climb her wall to get to places that are usually inaccessible <laughs> so how you know. did they not test <clears throat> that what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i think they've done this a couple of times i think a few other heroes have also been removed from the pool for short periods of time so rather than like trying to fix these and hot fix these they literally just remove them from the game and allow themselves to um kind of work on them and fix the problems offline. So I actually don't know. Is May, is she still off, Cap? I think May is still currently unavailable. I, I believe two so. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks. So, um, yeah, you literally can't play May at the moment, which is the best character in Overwatch. So <laughs> spewing. You'd be fucking spewing. So, um, yeah, Overwatch 2 uh, continues to be incredibly controversial. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, but now, Grizz, the Peace de mm. Resistance. The main reason we make this podcast. Yep. Elden Ring Elden, data mine. The Elden Ring. Now, Elden we Ring. talked about data mines a couple of weeks ago, Cap, around yep. there being like areas that were found through data mining that aren't in the game that are potentially set aside for the DLC. So they've now found that um, there are some slots, like boss slots, where they usually have like items and weapons and stuff that are currently not being used they're just reserved in and if you go to the actual bloke's um twitter page which shows it better but it shows all the things like you know you've got um dragonkin soldier and what it drops like the frozen lightning spear and then you've got the godskin duo and they drop a smithing stone and an ash of war and then you've literally got some that just say no item loot or or like holds and bits and pieces throughout so kind yep. of like a like placeholders for yeah for drops for future stuff yep. yeah for future stuff so yeah so pretty again, good chance that there's there's a bunch of new bosses coming in the dlc then i think they've got 30 slots there is what they were saying something like that 30 so 
Whether they and use all those or not, but there you go. It's uh, exciting, nevertheless. So we're obviously hanging on some Elden Ring news, Cap. Hanging on some DLC yeah. news, mate. Surely we're going to be getting it in at the Game Awards. I mean, it's almost been like okay, it's 25th of February last uh, this year was when this game released, and we still haven't had any word on DLC. Mm. That's a long time, dude. I actually like, need to do another playthrough, man, with all this gaming time that I've got. Yeah, uh, I've been thinking about doing the same thing, um, but no. I don't have anywhere near as much time as I used to. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to prioritise God of War. It's um, only going to get worse for you, my good friend. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Then it gets yeah. heaps better. Yeah. I mean, my, my main time spent now is actually work. Like, with my hour commute each day, I walk in the drawer at six and then kids down at seven and then you know like i don't want to be going to bed too late don't want to burn the candle yeah. so aiming for the 9 30 10 o'clock lights out what i need is i need mrs chris to retire me cap that's what i need so i can yeah i'm waiting for me to do the same for me video games yeah surely well yeah surely surely <laughs> surely we've hit at, we're, we're retirement age now grizz you know 30 years old that's about retirement age isn't it ready to I, go i would have thought that's maximum absolutely um, uh, now, look, Grizz, um, 30, 30 reserved flags for this Elden Ring boss stuff, which is kind of fucking pog. Is that what it Hopefully, says in the thing? Yeah. Yeah, so oh, yeah. 30 flag IDs for potentially 30 boss things. So oh, oh, uh, oh, what oh. I would be worried about there, Grizzo, yep. is if they do the old, um, <laughs> you know, five different varieties of the fucking, yeah. you know, god skin. <laughs> And Which then, they you know, five have done the, in that game, haven't they? Yeah, so hopefully that is five different, uh, 30 different unique bosses. I doubt it. Mm. I reckon there'll probably be a couple of bosses that are like just reskinned a few times and reused. Which is uh, look uh, at the at the end of the day, that's fine. I would have. So got, I hope that it's not the case. We've got time here, Cap. But what is your actual expectation for the for the um, DLC, mate? Do you expect like a whole new area to explore or a whole new couple yeah. of areas? Would yeah. you expect it to be the same size areas as the vanilla game? Well, I'm just trying to think what Bloodborne did. That that was quite large, wasn't it? The, Bloodborne was the... pretty bloody big, dude. Um, yeah. Look, what would I expect? I really hope that they address some of the law threads that they've left um, mm. un, kind of un, un, untied. So if they could kind of give us more information about some of the major characters in that game, like, you know, um, I think, uh, what's his name? Um, Godwin, the golden, who, who is the, basically the character that dies and starts the whole, the whole reason that all this shit happened is, is because of that particular death, you know, that, that Mm -hmm. kind of spurs a lot of the, the, the story along, um, you know, I mean, it's obviously a culmination of all things, but um, that's one of the big things that happened. So I'd love to know more about what happened with that. Also, um, oh, what's the, uh, is it Millennia? Um, the one of the final bosses that you fight, Millennia. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that what, oh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, and I can't think of her brother's name. Um, Millennia Brother Elden Ring. Mikella, okay. Mikella oh, um, yeah. is the person in that egg behind Moog, basically. So uh, I'd love for more stuff to do with Mikella because there's a lot of in-game lore around Mikella and how Mikella was supposed to be like basically the land between saving grace and then um, just disappeared. Um, so 
Um, I would love I'm, that. I'm I, sure I just want law stuff. You know? Yeah, they'll address that. I, I, I like Deb here. 20 different cat statue bosses only slightly changed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's literally... <laughs> cat statues were the worst, mate. Were Dude, they, they were motherfuckers. Like, and, and they scaled as well, like they quite dramatically. my ass the first Some of the later cat the statues cat were brutal, dudes. You figure them so out brutal. eventually, but like that yeah. one where he's like ready to chop you. And then yeah, and he's, he's like, got you roll. He's got you rolling around the fucking yeah. room, and then he just goes bang. <laughs> You're done, mate. Just like, uh, I hate on. how um how how much they had uh, in terms of just like pure um uh, like psych out moves. You know, like Mo. Yeah. Like um, what was his name at the beginning? Um, the first boss. The first. Oh, Margaret was it? Margaret, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like. Ugh. Oh, I tell you what, man. The delayed attacks were massive in that. They really get you going. Yeah, but it, it would like psych you out with these ridiculously long wind-ups that you just were like, when's he gonna do it? When's he yeah. gonna do it? You know, it was um crazy. But yeah, so uh, look, in terms of what I expect from uh Elden Ring DLC, I would love a bunch of more bosses. I hope it's not too PvP focused because I couldn't care less about that, but mm. I'm sure it will be. I think there's a lot of stuff that points to um, the idea that this next DLC probably has a significant PvP chunk tied to it. Um, the but I do hope they are mostly PvP players, right? Cap. So I guess that yeah. they're trying to. It makes sense that they would, that. you know, probably kind of try to support those players because they're the ones that seem to stick around the longest. But um, mm. I don't know, Grizz. What what what? what Bloodborne's got Elden no Ring? PvP, mate, and that's your golden child. So yeah, yeah. well, that's, that's well, it kind of has PvP, but not very good PvP. Um, I, in all honesty, Grizz, what do I want from Elden Ring DLC? Just just it. Just some fucking DLC. And I want to yeah. announce soon. Um, just announce it. Let me know it's coming. Let me know Unlike it's going to be fucking you, massive. Cap, I don't give a fuck about the lore. Just give me a couple of other big areas to explore and I'll be happy, yeah. mate, that are different. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. So there you go. Some meaningful Anyways. items. Some, you know, some meaningful yeah. shit. Maybe With a couple of new mechanics. Lore descriptions. I don't know. Something, something yeah. different. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting because I mean, there's a lot of stuff that seems to have been cut from the original game that maybe they could reintroduce. So oh, the dream uh, thing, mate, would be the whole dream yeah. thing yeah. going on, and like you know, getting NPCs drunk um, to go into their memories mm. and stuff could be pretty cool. So I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that they could potentially do. So um, yeah, very very keen. Uh, but yeah, Grizz, that basically uh, brings us to the end of this podcast for this week. So uh, we did it. That yeah, was really enjoyable. Guys... Nice to nice to catch up with uh, you, bloody legends. It's been a couple of weeks Absolutely. for me, so get my yep. ch- chat about gaming and other things. It's been yep. been great, big time. But yeah, so um, yeah, as always, uh, those listening at home, those listening at Twitch, thank you so much for supporting us. If you would like to watch live every week, we record generally on Mondays from seven PM AWST, unless specified otherwise. And if we specify otherwise, it will be done on twitter.com slash OGR show. You can go and follow us there. We also release a pod, uh, <laughs> podcast, everywhere. yeah, duh. Uh, a uh, poll every week where you can vote about a thing that we talk about, we'll talk about in the show. So, and if you'd like to leave a comment in there, we really recommend that you do because we'll, uh, we'll probably talk about what you said, uh, which is rad. So, um, yeah, so go and follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can go and follow us on, uh, we'll join our Discord if you would like to do so. Uh, you should be able to find a link in the description of this podcast and or right now in the Twitch chat. Uh, and uh, as always, thank you to our Patreons. We really appreciate you guys supporting us financially, and uh, that's fucking radical. Um, if you would like to become a Patreon, go to patreon.com slash OGR show, uh, and you can uh, sign up there. Uh, now, 
a couple of things just to sort of sign off. Firstly, um, again, as always, please let people know about this podcast. It'd be really awesome to um, continue to organically grow, which we are already doing. Um, but yeah, we, we just like to get the word out. And if you know people that might like this show, um, please feel free to do so. Also review yeah. it if you can in the podcast app. So that's a big one. And yeah. If you've got a chance, go to voting.australianpodcastawards.com and uh, vote for us. Um, I don't know Do what it. the categories are, but just fucking vote for us. <laughs> That'd be great. I think there is a viewer, a viewer, a listener one. Uh, Pav, you yeah, have something so to I say to that? Yeah. Uh, you can only do listener's choice for, for, that, for that nomination. Listener's choice. Yeah. There you go. That's it. Yeah, even if we don't win, it'd be cool choice. to get into the eyes of some podcast people. So, yeah, look, if you get a chance, we'd appreciate it. If not, no walkers. Bloody love you anyway. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, that's the end of this podcast. We'll catch you guys next week, Monday, 7 p.m. If you're watching live, otherwise uh, you'll hear us in your ears whenever you choose to do so. So uh, thank you. And good night. We'll see you next time. What the fuck I'm is sorry, that? What was, what was that? <laughs> Dude.